0: Hey, Unnaturalists, I'm Emily.
1: I'm Andy.
0: And welcome back to another episode of Unnatural. An Emily-sode, if you will. It is
1: an Emily-sode. And it And it it's so much of an Emily-sode that Emily didn't even share with the listeners or myself what this episode was going to be. However, I do want to share with our listeners what Emily texted me yesterday, which has me highly intrigued. You said, Emily, and I quote, you said, Welp, I was up until like 2 a.m. researching because I accidentally went down a rabbit hole and oof, this is going to be a good one, end quote.
0: I think it's going to be a good one because in July of 2011... The body of a 32-year-old woman was found naked, bound, and hanging from the balcony of a gigantic mansion she shared with her millionaire boyfriend in Coronado, Colorado. Her death was quickly ruled a suicide, but many questionable things started popping up surrounding the case, much like Ellen Greenberg, who you remember from a few episodes ago. Was it murder or was it suicide? You decide. This is the story of Rebecca Zahao. Howe was born on March 15th, 1979 She was born in Phalam Chin State
1: Where is that? I think
0: that's how you pronounce it It's a town in the Chin Hills in northwestern Burma Oh wow Yeah, so that's where she grew up with her parents and her three sisters um, They lived in Nepal and Germany for a time before moving to the United States sometime in the early 2000s Late '90s. I'm unsure when exactly they came to the United States, but um, yeah, most of her family lived in Missouri, but Rebecca did end up in California.
1: Wow. So she was, I mean, by all accounts, a very worldly and cultured person, even at a young age. It sounds like.
0: Yeah. There's. I couldn't find a whole lot about her childhood and like growing up and and all of that. But she wasn't exempt from legal troubles because in August of 2009, she was arrested for shoplifting after stealing $1,000 worth of jewelry from a Macy's in Phoenix, Arizona. Whoops. Yeah. Don't steal things.
1: I did steal a peppermint candy when I was like five years old.
0: but Send him to jail.
1: That's another story.
0: <laughs> so... She, Rebecca, married a then thirty-six-year-old nursing student, Neil Nalepa. They did divorce in two thousand and eleven, but throughout that time, they must have been estranged or separated because she started dating Jonah Shacknai in two thousand eight, who was the CEO of Medici's 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 Medici's. <laughs> Medici's Pharmaceutical.
1: Okay, I was wondering what Medici's was. You were you left me hanging there. Okay, it's, pharmaceutical. It's drugs. Okay, it's drugs. drugs. It's
0: legal drugs, but it's okay, drugs.
1: Okay, so uh, she was with the High Roller.
0: Yes. Um, she worked as an ophthalmolic technician. Okay. Eye tech. Sure. But she quit in December of 2010. Now, she and Jonah lived in this Coronado mansion with Jonah's six-year-old son, Max, who he had from a previous relationship. Jonah was 54 at the time, and he had a couple marriages and divorces under his belt already Hmm. and two other children aside from Max. So he had three children.
1: How old was she?
0: She right now, well, when they got together, she was like in her mid-30s. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of an age gap, but I mean... It happens. You look at her. She is a smoke show. He is average at best, but <laughs> he's got money. So you cannot blame her at all. Like, get that get that cash, girlfriend.
1: That's my motto.
0: Yeah. And allegedly, Jonah's relationship with Max's mother, Dina, was mm-hmm. a rough one. There was domestic violence on both sides, Mm. but that's alleged from what I could find. Like There was never any charges filed. It was just kind of talk of the town, more or less. Yeah. Now, in early July of 2011, Rebecca's younger sister, Zena, was in California visiting her from Missouri. She came and stayed with them at the Spreckles Mansion in Coronado. That was that was kind of like their summer home, the summer estate. It was on the beach. It's like a super bougie house. I'll post pictures on the Instagram. Um, but one day when Rebecca and Zena were at the mansion with Max, at some point, Max fell face first over the second floor banister.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, and he like injured his neck and his spinal cord during the fall. He broke some bones in his face. Um, Rebecca said she was in the bathroom. But she heard a loud crashing noise and ran out to see what had happened. And she found Max lying on the main floor. And his razor scooter was there, and broken pieces of the chandelier, which was kind of which was in that area were all around him. Yeah, it's so like this is a mansion, okay? So it's got like that big open staircase. And right. then there's like the chandelier there, just to give you guys kind of a picture. So Um,
1: he's so he's lying on the ground. She sees him. And is she in despair? Is she worried or is it more showed in And she's kind of happy to see him that way.
0: I don't think she's happy to see him that way at all. Um, By all accounts, she runs down to his side. She yells for Xena to call 911, which she did around 10 o'clock that morning. And when paramedics arrived just a short time later, Max wasn't breathing and he was unconscious. But he was taken to a nearby hospital where he remained in critical condition for quite some time. But unfortunately, he did die on July 16th. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they said that it was due to brain damage just sustained by the fall and it was ruled an accident. But this is kind of unrelated. Um, A trauma doctor who examined Max prior to his death and at the autopsy, he said he didn't think his injuries were consistent with the heart attack and brain swelling. And he suspected that Max may have suffocated prior to his fall.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah.
0: So I bring that up because it kind of plays into what happens later in the story a little bit. So just
1: something to keep in mind.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like I went down a Reddit rabbit hole. I could probably do an entire episode just on Max.
1: I love going down Reddit rabbit holes, by the way.
0: Yes, same. So the next day after the fall, Rebecca, after Max's fall, Rebecca drops Zena off at the airport to return home. Um, Zena was supposed to be staying with them for a couple weeks, but due to this tragedy and everything that was going on, they figured it would probably be best just for Zena to go home since Rebecca was, you know, dealing with all of that. But Jonah's brother, Adam, was also flying in around the same time. So after she dropped her sister off, she picked Adam up at the airport and he was coming um, from Memphis, Tennessee to be with his brother in light of Max's accident. Now, they were all at the hospital visiting Max and um, Rebecca, Jonah and Adam and their friend Howard all had dinner together that evening. And then Rebecca and Adam went back to the mansion, but Jonah stayed behind and went back to the hospital to be with Max. And um, Max's mom, Dina, was also there. Now, at some point, Jonah allegedly went to stay at the Ronald McDonald House, which was nearby. Oh, yeah. Which I found a little suspicious. Little suspicious, little sus, because this man is a multi millionaire. Yeah. What's he doing staying at the Ronald McDonald house? He's the type, yeah. he definitely seems like the type to enjoy luxury. So,
1: no doubt. My sister stayed at the Ronald McDonald house when she had her babies because, you know, it was very expensive and they did wonders for them. But somebody who has. A lot of means like that, that's that's a little weird.
0: Yeah, so homeboy is not hurting for money. He could absolutely get a hotel room, but it, it it might be relevant. It might not. But moving on. Some reports later from the neighbors of the mansion say that they heard loud music at all hours of the night. Um, I read in one source that someone claimed they heard a scream for help at one point. Weird. Yeah. And on the morning of July 13th at around 6.48 a.m., Adam calls 911. Mm-hmm. And he called 911 because minutes earlier, he says he found Rebecca's nude body hanging from the balcony. What? Yeah. Yeah. So I do have oh my! 911 call. God, okay. So let's listen to it. Okay. Ready?
1: Yeah.
2: Is yeah, an emergency? What are you reporting? Yeah, uh, I, I got a girl hung herself in the guest house of, uh, it's on Ocean Boulevard across from the hotel, same place that you came and got the kid yesterday. Okay, sir, what is the address? I'm not sure, uh, 19, I'm in the back house, it's 1928 something. Uh, I'm not sure. Let me call you back. Okay, sir, is she still alive? I don't know. Okay.
0: So this kind of noise goes on for like the like the whole call is almost five minutes and you hear a lot of background noise. Yeah.
1: I, I have goosebumps um, right now listening to that.
0: But wait.
2: Ten forty three ocean. Okay, is she still alive? I don't think so. Okay, let me get the fire department. Sir, hang on, let me get the fire department on the phone to help you, okay? Hang on just a minute. with the oh. transfer. Go ahead, sir. Okay. I was Got a lady in... herself. What's the address? Ten forty three Ocean Boulevard. Ten forty three Ocean Boulevard? Yeah. Okay, what's wrong? She hung herself. Man, She woke up. Okay, what's the house? to house. Yeah. Okay, how old is she? I'd say about thirty. Thirty. Okay. When well, was the last time you saw her? Last night. Okay, it should be on help. Well, give me some, I'm doing, i compressing chest right now. I'm, okay, hold on. What's, so what, 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 what's your name? Adam Schachner. Okay, I have help on the way. What's your cell phone number? Is it 901
1: Hmm. Wow.
2: 901 <laughs> Okay, hey, listen to me. Help is coming right now, okay? And, Petey, you're on the way? Yes, we are. Okay, and you're right then with her. Did you cut her down? Yes, I did. Okay,
1: just stay with me. Wow, that is jarring. I mean, that, that, that literally makes the hair on your arm stand up. Just hearing mm-hmm. that. So what the hell ended up happening here?
0: So, we cut this. Okay, so I figured we would play the clips where he's talking. Yeah. So, like, we cut the audio down a bit because it's almost five minutes of him just, like, heavy breathing and weird background noises. He didn't know the address, so it's assumed that he was, like, running around looking for something, like, a piece of mail or ran out to the front to figure out what the address was.
1: Oh, sure.
0: Um, but then it does, there is speculation that he was talking to another person or he could have been kind of cursing at Rebecca under his breath because towards the end, he does say that he was trying to revive her because he did. He says he cut her down.
1: It sounded like it. Yeah. Yeah, But he definitely sounded like he was out of breath and he had been running around mm-hmm. a lot.
0: So, Rebecca's wrists were bound behind her back. Her ankles were bound as well. She was naked. She was gagged with a blue long sleeve shirt that was wrapped around her head. What? There was also tape residue on her legs. And after calling 911, Adam sent a text to his brother to tell him that Rebecca was dead.
1: Okay. I mean, initial thoughts, this does not sound like something that could even remotely be suicide. I mean, that that's just what I, you know, from somebody who's hearing this for the first time, it does not seem logical that it could be suicide, but continue.
0: So Adam says he cut Rebecca's body down before the police arrived Medics showed up quickly and tried to revive her, but she was pronounced dead at the scene. So, yeah, I mean, like you said, you read my text. I was up until damn near 2 a.m. researching this because I went down rabbit hole after rabbit hole. There's a book about this case that I wasn't able to read, but I definitely want to. But anyway, um, police did start an investigation and... They went up to the bedroom that was attached to the balcony where she allegedly jumped from, and they found something very interesting written on the door.
1: Whoa. Okay. What was written?
0: So on the door in black paint were the words, quote, she saved him. Can you save her? End quote.
1: That's cryptic. Yeah. What does that mean?
0: I don't know. Now, I mean, like Rebecca painted as a hobby, so that would explain why there was paint around. And she did sign all of her paintings, but her family argued that what was written on the door was not in her handwriting.
2: Interesting. But
0: writing in paint is different from like writing with a pencil. But I feel like even then, your letters are still going to look pretty similar.
1: To what your handwriting is. Yeah. yeah.
0: So officials said that this was not a clear suicide note, but I think they they had suicide on their mind going into this, but they were still trying to do their due diligence and do an investigation. Um, they allegedly found blood and hair in the bathroom, which isn't really talked about much in most of the sources, like the main sources that I used. I kind of like accidentally stumbled. Upon that information, hmm. but aside from the hair and blood, there was also a latex glove, women's underwear. And there was also clumps of hair found in the guest house where Adam was staying.
1: interesting,
0: yeah. And from what I read, also, there was no DNA on the balcony. And they could like there was like sh- there wasn't a bunch of her DNA on the ropes like there was obviously where the ropes were touching her but right. if she was if she was tying all of these knots and binding herself there would be rope or there would be her dna and probably paint transfer yeah and that just wasn't
1: they didn't find anything there okay
0: no um and word gets out Really quickly, I thought this was just kind of a fun fact. But word gets out really quickly. The media is getting involved. Speculation of foul play begins to circulate. And, like, the day after her death, Jonah's company had the sharpest decline in stock
1: ever. Really? Yeah. Wow. That says something.
0: So, after several weeks of investigating... On September 2nd, 2011, her death was officially ruled a suicide.
2: Hmm.
0: Weird circumstances, but still a suicide. Just like Ellen Greenberg, episode 25. So you're saying she tied herself up right. and the knots, the knots used in her bindings were not just like typical tie your shoes knots. They were nautical knots. And guess who had experience with nautical knots?
1: Uh oh. Was it prime suspect number one?
0: Is prime suspect number one in your mind, Adam?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because he, his job, he was a tugboat
1: captain. Oh, how convenient.
0: Right. So you're saying, you're telling me she tied herself up, hands behind her back, gagged herself naked, and flung herself over a balcony.
1: If you're a legitimate investigator into this case, how the hell do you even... Think That this would be suicide Well
0: let's rewind a little bit Because during the investigation Police got warrants to search Rebecca's cell phone records And around from like 8pm to 10pm Rebecca was texting and talking with her older sister Mary Who had called to confirm that Their younger, their little sister Zena Had gotten home safely, all was well And at 10.48 She got a text from Nina Romano, who is Max's aunt, Dina's sister.
1: Or aunt in other parts of the world.
0: Yeah, whatever. So Nina was saying that Nina texted Rebecca saying she wanted to come by the house to talk about the accident. Okay. Rebecca never applied to, replied to this message. Um, and somewhere around 1250 in the morning on July 13th, Rebecca listened to her voicemail. And according to Rebecca's family, it was a voicemail from Jonah telling her that Max wasn't improving, but the message had been deleted, so no one really knows for sure what that voicemail was.
1: Mm. So Max hadn't died at that point.
0: No, Max hadn't died yet. He's still in the hospital. He died okay. July 16th. But okay, people... In the family, I think, were thinking that it wasn't an accident and, like, maybe Rebecca had done something or Xena had because it was just, like, the, Like, but at the same time, like, I could see it both ways. I could see where you would think that that's not an accident, but also, like, he's a six-year-old boy with a Razor scooter. Yeah. There's a lot of arguments on both sides That both of them seem to carry weight, Mm -hmm. but.
1: It's up in the air. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the autopsy results come back. Okay. And according to initial findings, there was, quote, four instances of head trauma.
1: That doesn't sound like suicide to me.
0: Right. And the San Diego medical examiner Jonathan Lucas said, quote, because there was evidence that she went over the the balcony in a non-vertical position, she may have struck her head on the balcony on the way down. But another pathologist offered that it's unlikely she hit her head four times on something, especially with her hands and feet bound.
1: Right. Hello.
0: Yeah. So let's let's go back and talk about that a little bit. There's some argument that people who plan, I mean there's 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 credibility to the fact that her arms and legs were bound because that happens sometimes when people plan to commit suicide, they will tie their arms and legs together to prevent themselves from like backing out. Right. But even then I had read that when they do that their hands are still in front of their body.
1: Yeah, not behind yeah that doesn't make sense
0: so the police like did a recreation a reenactment of this and they proved that she could have done this but she would have had to tie the t-shirt around her head and gag herself tie so
1: that's her- w- that's what she did first
0: yeah she would have had to, then she would have had to wrap the rope around her hands several times in front of herself, slip one hand out, step over her hands so her hands were behind her back, and then rebind her hands securely. And also keep in mind, she, she did all of this naked Right. Which is also a pretty uncommon occurrence yeah. for people committing suicide by hanging, especially women.
1: So, you're saying it's it's possible but very improbable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there was some blood found on her leg which was either menstrual blood or blood from an IUD. But mm. nothing was ever if if you remember re- when I first talked about this, I mentioned there was tape residue found on her legs. That was never explained away. They never found tape, but unsurprisingly, Rebecca's family never got on board with the idea that she killed herself. So they requested a second autopsy. Her ex-husband wasn't on board with the fact that she killed herself. Right. So the pathologist who did the second autopsy said that the, um, the injuries in Rebecca's throat were caused by manual strangulation and not by suicidal hanging. He said that her death was a homicide. And he also said that um, there was evidence she had been sexually assaulted before her death, which could explain the blood on her leg too. Yeah. And then there was a there was an oxygen documentary episode about this where they recreated. A bunch of different
1: scenarios,
0: scenarios. Yeah. So, um, this is the one that really gets me. So the initial investigation police report said that. So what she did allegedly is she tied the rope around a bedpost and then went out to the balcony and jumped off. But the bed, because you know, like when when a bed frame is on carpet and doesn't get moved a lot, like you can see the indent of like the posts. So
1: yeah, I had to uh, actually uh, pay some uh, damages and rent from an old apartment because of that. Really? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm still I'm still a little bitter about that.
0: So in the initial police reports, um. The bed had only moved about seven inches. Okay. Okay. But during the recreations, they had like a crash dummy that would have been the same size, weight, height of Rebecca at the time. And they bound her how she would have been bound. And they threw her off the balcony in several different ways Mm -hmm. in a way like where like it would have happened if she jumped. Okay. And each time the bed moved way farther hmm. than seven inches. Really? Yeah. The first time they they threw her off like feet first or they threw the dummy off feet first and it moved, I think, 14 inches. Hmm. There was another time where it moved like 20 some inches. Wow. But when they did it where like they kind of... Hung her over the edge like someone would have, like got her body over, and thrown her, and then let her yeah. go. It moved nine inches,
1: very much closer to yeah. what it and was. Yeah, and they
0: had, they had. I mean, you know, they they had the exact bed frame too, yeah. and set up the room exactly like all of the measurements were exactly Sounds the like same.
1: they did their due diligence here.
0: They did, but. Now we're going to rewind because Jonah's family is selling the situation like this, like Jonah's family and his lawyers. They're saying Rebecca got the voicemail from Jonah alerting her of Max's condition, saying that it wasn't improving. He was probably going to die. And she was so overcome with grief and guilt because either they speculated that she was either being neglectful or she was responsible for Max's accident, and she killed herself. But you're telling me that within an hour or two of this voicemail, she came up with this plan and killed herself deliberately because they did determine right. that her her time of death was between 1 and 3 in the morning. That
1: seems way too quick to uh, come to that conclusion and then just boom, off yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Way too quick. Because
0: she she checked the voicemail at 12.50. Right. And then she's dead maximum two hours later. Yeah. And the knots. Right. Her family said that she didn't have any boating or knot tying experience. But
1: somebody did.
0: Yeah. and Somebody they, who was they, in the um, house did. Mr. Tugboat Captain. Doot doot. Um. And they did do a search of her computer, and there was no Google searches for suicide, hanging, not tying, none of that. Mm. And if we go back when I mentioned the blood, the blood and the clumps of hair that were found in different places, nothing specifically said that that was Rebecca's. But I, I, I would assume that it was because why would it be mentioned? Right. Or maybe it wasn't and that's why it wasn't mentioned a lot. But we will also find out later that some goofy shit was happening. So there might be a reason for why it wasn't really widely known. But either way, I would venture a guess that the blood, DNA and hair was Rebecca's for sure. But then also if she hit her head on the balcony Or, like, the siding or something four times, like that initial medical examiner suggested. You'd think there would be blood, hair, or DNA somewhere, like, on the balcony or outside.
1: For sure.
0: And there wasn't. Hmm. And get this. I'm getting it. Get this. Get this. Get this. Get this. Allegedly, for some reason, Adam... Told investigators, or like when they were asking him, like, what were you doing? Yeah,
1: where was he? During
0: these times, he didn't say he was sleeping. He didn't say he was sleeping. He said that he was looking at bondage porn on his phone before he found her. (laughs) What are the odds, Andy?
1: Lesson number one, if you're trying to create an alibi, bondage porn is probably not the go-to. I'm just saying. Mhm. <laughs> hey, uh, what were you doing at the time of her death? I uh, just looking up some bondage porn.
0: Yeah, the woman was bound and you were looking up bondage porn. And nobody thought nobody nobody thought.
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. So Come the media is divided. How?
0: Well, people are dumb. Are they calm- dumb? Yeah. People are calling in their opinions and their theories from all over the place. Like I said, like Rebecca's family never once believed that she committed suicide. Rebecca's ex-husband said he didn't believe that she committed suicide. He said that was completely out of character for her. She was making plans with her family for visits and holidays and stuff like in, you know, kind of the near future.
1: Well, and that's when we go back to previous cases that we've discussed, like Ellen Greenberg, mm-hmm. who had plans for her future and clearly was not suicidal. And that kind of case in points, it, it goes back to this case. She she didn't seem suicidal at all. If you have somebody in your immediate family who is on the brink of death, do you really think you're going to commit suicide? No, you're going to hold out hope that everything's going to be okay. It just it it doesn't it doesn't compute for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know the full extent really of her relationship with Max. I don't know if they were close. But I mean, if if Max, like let's just assume for argument's sake that um She and Max kind of had just like your typical stepmom, stepchild relationship. Like they're close, but you know, just they're not mother and son, right? That's a different kind of bond. I could see, I could see maybe being so overcome with grief if it was her child that like if Max was her her child right. that she was like I can't live in a world where my baby is not alive. I'm going to kill myself.
1: Well, and there's the guilt factor too maybe. I get it.
0: Yeah. But I don't I don't know. I don't think I don't think she hurt him. Right. I don't I, and I've like read into the Max theories and there was like recreations on the internet of how that accident would have happened i don't i think it i think it was truly an accident i think it was a 6 year old boy playing around on his scooter on the banister like like boys would do and he fell
1: which by the way side notes Do you realize how many scooter accidents there are in the world these days? So many. Those things, there's so many. There's so many deaths and accidents. It's crazy. Dude, and it was like a razor scooter. You know how many shins
0: those things have fucking destroyed?
1: Right. But at the same time, I, you know. I could see maybe somebody could argue the fact that he, you know, had this grievous injury Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and she felt so distraught and overwhelmed with guilt that maybe she felt responsible for it and decided to end herself. And maybe that's where some people were going with this.
0: But even still, like the amount of time it would take to tie all of those knots, gag herself, prepare like,
1: and why would you do it naked? Yeah. Why would you be naked when you did well, it? Yeah, and her it family. Makes no sense. I mean, like
0: her family said that she wasn't.
1: If I was gonna off myself, I wouldn't do it naked. I would
0: fucking My biggest fear <laughs> is dying naked and having someone find right. me naked. And her family I don't had want to said see people to see
1: me naked. Right.
0: Well, like I mean, her family. I mean, her family said that like she like even growing up you know, she kind of struggled with like body image issues. So her choosing yeah. her choosing to be found naked.
1: That's was, there's no way. Yeah.
0: So her family did launch a website justiceforrebecca.com, And they were doing interviews with media. They were going on talk shows, trying to get the police to reopen the case and look at this again, because they're just, they're not convinced they're, In September of 2011, Jonah wrote a letter to Kamala Harris, who was the California Attorney General at the time, and he did request that the state review the investigation. And he said he didn't doubt the findings, but he thought that it would bring comfort and resolution to Rebecca's family.
1: Absolutely.
0: His request was denied. What? Mm Why?
1: Why? What in what on what grounds was it denied? Unsure. God, this is unbelievable.
0: Yeah. So Rebecca's family ended up hiring a Seattle attorney named Anne Bremer, who she said that um, the medical examiner's conclusions were false, basically.
1: Baseless. Yeah.
0: She said, quote, this would be the first case in the history of the world that a woman killed herself like this. It's ridiculous on the face of it. Go girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Agree. Which is what everybody is thinking right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And somewhere in the midst of all of this, I'm unsure. I think it was during the initial investigation, but Adam took a polygraph. Okay. Which there's videos of it on YouTube. Watch them. It's fucking weird. Interesting. He's weird. His the,
1: he sounds weird. I don't like him. Me neither.
0: So controversy continues. Rebecca's family is continuing to search for justice, and they do actually sue Adam in a civil court. Hmm. And okay. A jury in the civil court found Adam liable for Rebecca's death and awarded the family more than $5 million in damages that April of 2018.
1: Okay. That's something.
0: So even though, and this was surprising to the media, I guess, because a lot of, I mean, it wasn't like a criminal, like a, Like, he wasn't charged with murder or anything, so it was a civil court. Right.
1: He wasn't going to jail or anything.
0: Yeah. But, like, the story goes that Adam confronted Rebecca about Max's accident. Things got heated. They got violent, which in turn led to her death, and he covered it up as a suicide.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, this is where things... But
1: didn't you also say that there was alleged sexual assault there, too? So... Did he sexually assault her? I don't I know. Mean, okay. I don't so, know. So, but it's possible he did.
0: It is possible. Okay. Um, Adam naturally wanted to have that conviction more or less overturned. And for some reason... Rebecca's family ended up reaching a settlement with Adams Insurance Company for much less than the $5.1 million they were mm. awarded in the civil court. And that case was dismissed in 2019.
1: Really? Okay.
0: Yeah, but get this. Adams pissed, obviously. And when he was asked if he killed Rebecca, he said, quote, hell fucking no. I wouldn't fucking waste my time killing Rebecca Zahau. And then he said, quote, when she was alive, she was okay. I was probably the only person that thought she was okay, by the way. She was taking a lot of flack from the community and my brother's friends. She was not accepted. Wow. Fuck.
1: This you, guy dude. sounds like a piece of shit.
0: Fuck you. Wow! I was, th- I was the only person that liked her. Obviously, Bull I wouldn't kill her.
1: Shit! Bull Go shit. fuck yourself. Fuck you, dude. Seriously.
0: So now, last year, actually, late last year, the family sued Sheriff Bill Gore, saying that during, like, throughout the seven-week investigation into her death, they done fucked a bunch of shit up. And they're alleging that the sheriff's department didn't release the complete file on the investigation into Rebecca's death. So, what w- like basically what they're saying is the sheriff's department covered shit up because it was sloppy police work. You've and you've seen that before. Yeah. And the judge is kind of like, "Hey, give him the whole file." Right? Interesting. Yeah. But the last update on the case that I saw was from November of 2021. And the judge, um, it had to be delayed. And they have to wait until sometime this year for the judge to make a decision on if they're going to be allowed to see the complete files on her death. And then I will end this with... A quote from this house family lawyer, Keith Greer. He said, quote, What we think the documents will show is it will expose corruption on behalf of Sheriff Bill Gore. We're trying to compel the sheriff to give us documents he said he had already given. He promised to give the family the complete investigative file of the original investigation of Rebecca's death, and he didn't. He only released things that supported his conclusion of suicide.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Spot on.
0: What do you guys think? Do you think she killed herself? Do you think she committed suicide? I think both you and I, Andy, have made it quite clear to the listeners that we are on team
1: murdered. Yeah. It seems pretty obvious that she was murdered. And it seems pretty obvious that this guy needs to go to jail for the rest of his life. What, what state was, was this in, in again? California. Okay. It, does California have the death penalty? I don't think they do.
0: I don't think they do anymore. I think they used to. They
1: used to. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, capital punishment exists in a strange limbo in California. The results of decades of pitched political battles No one in California has been executed since 2006. However, a federal court ruled that the state's lethal injection procedure is unconstitutional. So it sounds like in the state of California, not likely that somebody is going to be um, executed with the death penalty.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So aside from that, I mean, he definitely, in my opinion, needs to go to prison for the rest of his life. And hopefully justice will prevail here.
0: I concur. Well, Mm -hmm. I want to know if the aunt came over, if she actually came over. Yeah. Even though Rebecca never responded to the text. I don't think she was ever looked into. I mean, maybe that's what went down. Like, maybe those two got into a heated argument. Adam showed up and. Oh, this is my theory, I guess. The yeah. aunt came over. Things got heated. Adam, maybe maybe the aunt started wailing on her with something, like not believing her about – because Rebecca said she was in the bathroom when Max went over the balcony. And this happened pretty early in the morning. Yeah. So it would make sense. Um, let me go back. I think it was like around 10 o'clock, in the, 10 o'clock that morning – when Zena called 911 so right. i mean it would like it would make sense for rebecca to be in the bathroom around that time maybe she was getting ready for the day you know um, who knows who knows but i guess i wonder if the aunt went over there things got heated she hit her over the head Maybe she goes and wakes Adam up or Adam's around, and they both cover it up to make it look like a suicide. Maybe. So a
1: two-person. Two. I don't know. Two-person deal, yeah.
0: I don't know. I want to know what you know. I want to know what you think. Tell us your theories on Twitter, Unnatural the Pod. Come hang out with us on Instagram, Unnatural the Podcast. We have a Facebook page, Unnatural, a true crime podcast. Send us a Gmail, unnaturalthepodcast at gmail.com. Also consider signing up for our Patreon page. You will get access to ad-free early released episodes, bonus content, and more. That is patreon.com slash Pod. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you leave us a five-star review, take a screenshot of it, send it to any of our socials or email, and we will send you a free sticker. So as always, be sure to rate, subscribe, follow, share us with your friends, and we will talk to you next week for the Andy-sode where he tells us about...
1: Emily, next week, we are going international to the countries of Germany and France, where we learn about a case that is very well known in Europe, but maybe not so much here in the United States. It involves a father's 30-year-old fight for justice for his daughter, who passed away in the year 1982. That's next week.
0: In the meantime, make good choices
1: and don't get caught.
0: Send links and thoughts on Twitter. Ah,
1: I am totally putting that in the outtakes There's no way I am not putting that in the outtakes That might be the best burp (laughs) you've ever done
0: These things like give you the burps